0: Generation Church based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. As we stay in this attitude of of worship and and just staying here and lingering here in the presence of God, um, we have the opportunity this morning to participate in communion and to celebrate what it is that Jesus has done for us. And so the, the guys are passing out uh, some communion cups, and, and if you haven't done this before, uh, you'll be handed two cups uh, stacked on top of each other. The first cup will have the little wafer in it, and the bottom cup, uh, or I might have that backwards, um, you have two cups, you'll see when you get it. Um, But what I wanted to do this morning is that I wanted to simply remember what it is that Jesus did for us on the cross. You know, we throw around that, you know, Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice. But if, if you're like me, at some point along this journey of faith, that maybe we've lost sight of that or we've taken it for granted at some point to where, yeah, we're just supposed to be here at church because... We know what Jesus did, but but that just kind of is in the back of our mind. Well, I want to bring that this morning that back to the front of our mind because we are who we are and we do what we do simply because of who Jesus is and what he did for us. We're in this going into week two of 21 days of prayer. And for me, I've had this one thought that I've, I've found myself praying it over and over again, almost involuntarily, and that is, God, I just want to know you better. And that's it. You know the very thing that I need. You know the very prayer requests that I have, the needs that I'm placing before you. You know all of those before I even utter a word or utter a breath to you. You already know. So God, if I want your will be done in my life, if I want to experience that, Father, I just want to know you better. And, you know, to be be honest, I, I kind of I don't know why I enjoy it so much, but I love watching courtroom stuff and crime stuff and and all this stuff. And like, I don't know if it's the mental part of it or trying to figure things out and the strategy and puzzles and all that kind of part of it. But there's a a progression when someone is standing trial, right? You know, they're accused of a crime, they go to court. Then if they're found guilty, the next step is to figure out what it is that you're sentenced your sentence is, your punishment is. And I I was thinking about this the other day and how, you know, we find ourselves in that same position for ourselves when it comes to sin in our life. The Bible is clear when it says that the wages of sin is death. That we have all fallen short and we have all fallen short of the glory of God but we are sentenced the same thing and so imagine standing there fixing to be sentenced to death and all this stuff and then somebody just stands up and says hey I'll take their punishment I'll do what it is that I'll take whatever it is that they deserve I'll take it for them give them a second chance or give them something that they don't deserve and stand in their place Jesus did that for you and he did it for me He didn't look at the sin in our life. He didn't look at the struggles we're having, how we keep backsliding or keep going back to the same old sin. He looked at all of that and didn't run or didn't tell us to fix it. Instead, he had compassion and unconditional love for us, so much so that he gave his life for it. That's why we celebrate communion. When we eat this little wafer and and drink this juice, it's nothing more than symbolic. But what it is is powerful in the sense of that it realigns our hearts with eternity because we would not be in eternity or have an opportunity to go to eternity with Jesus if it wasn't for his sacrifice and him taking our punishment that we deserve and giving us what we don't deserve out of his rich mercy. And so this morning, when we when we read in the Bible, we're in Romans 5:8, that because God showed his love for us, that while we were still sinners, he died for us. We deserve death, we deserve to be cast out, we deserve all of that, but yet we get to stand here this morning and remember what it is that Jesus did for us. And the one thought that always brings me to my knees when I think about this is that he did that knowing that I may choose to never love him back. That I may always run for him. I may always continue to mess up. I may think this is all, you know, fairy tales and and good wishes and all that stuff, but yet he still looked at me and said I was worth it. And he says the same thing about you and me. So remember that this morning as we participate in communion, in these sacraments. Jesus loves you so much that he gave his life for you, for you to encounter and experience eternity with him. He wants you there. He has compassion for you. When he looks at you, he sees what you could be, not what you're struggling with. And that's where he wants you to get, and that's where he wants you to be. So as we go through this passage of scripture and we celebrate communion together let's hold on to that that from this day forward our eyes are on eternity and that we hold tight and celebrate that when we feel like our feet are in the fire or we're struggling that eternity is coming amen everybody so we know that when Jesus sat down with the last supper with his disciples what was fixing to happen it wasn't that this might happen or that uh they're going to try to stop it even they Jesus knew this was coming but yet he chose above anything else to sit down with the people and the guys that he was going to send out that would ultimately change the world with the gospel message which we have been given the opportunity and responsibility to do today and so in Matthew 26 verse 26 it says now as they were eating Jesus took bread And after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. If you will take that bread this morning. Father, we thank you this morning that we can stand here humbly and we can stand here thankful, full of gratitude, knowing that you gave your body for us. You sacrificed yourself, forgave our sins so that we could spend eternity with you in heaven. Let us never forget that. Let us always feel the weight and the burden, even if it's just a glimpse of the burden that you felt that day on the cross. Let us never forget. And after that, in Matthew, in verse 27, he says, and he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that my sin is forgiven. So if you would this morning, uh, partake in the juice. And Father, we thank you so much for the blood that you shed for us. That even when you saw into the future and you saw all of us standing here today celebrating and what you have done for us and what you're going to continue to do when you lead us. You shed your blood for us. That, that we are that joy that was set before Him. That He looked and saw the relationship that He was going to have, that you were going to have with us. God, let us never forget. Change our lives today. We want to know you better this morning, Father. Through the rest of this uh, day, through the rest of this service, through this uh, first series of this, or first message of this series, God, let us not leave here the same way we came in. That when we walk out of this building today, just like they looked at Peter and John, that we are ordinary people. But the one thing that people see, Christians, unbelievers, everyone, the one thing that they see is that we are a people that have been with you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise, all the honor. In Jesus' name, everybody said